Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 258. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, everybody. Philip Dassing. What is up? Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And Jonathan Dickert. Taxation is theft. Oh, yeah. Whoa, hell oh. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Way to, way to kick it off. Oh, someone's edgy. Yeah, Stunning dude, he anger. kicked it off, man. Just kidding. He kicked that shit off, dude. So, okay, topic number one tonight. We've got uh, Biden won South Carolina. Did, did anybody see this coming? I, I didn't see Biden winning shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Everyone saw that coming. No, seriously. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was I mean, supposed to do well there. Yeah. I didn't expect him to How win almost 50%. How much did he win 50%. by? Oh, wow. It was that much. Yeah. He won almost 50%. Oh. And Bernie, uh, I think Bernie was runner-up with about 20%. So he won by like almost 30 points. Yeah, I mean, as as strange as it is, black people really like him. Whoa, <laughs> black it, people in the whoa. south really like him. It is strange. Like, what yeah. was? It? Remember that quote about chains or something? He said something about black people in chains. Uh, no, he said he wanted to hit one of them with the chain. <laughs> what, was that corn, corn pop? pop? That was corn pop. Corn pop. He wanted to hit corn pop with uh, with the chain. The baddest dude in South or in South Delaware. I don't know. <laughs> is it because he was? Um, Obama's VP is that why? Probably. I think it's that and just yeah. I don't know. Yes, I, I don't know. What I think he has some connection with. Like, like what? Can he, what has he done? Like I, I just I look over it. Everything I'm hearing about is like he what tried to ban raves or whatever. I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't think black Trump, people do raves. Bro. I, I'm, just, I'm saying, what has he done? Like, what is what's his track? I, I heard. I heard. That was really racist. Yeah. I mean, I'm just pointing out a fact. I wow. heard Trump had like the longest Black History Month. In four years, <laughs> and I don't know why he's not getting credit for that. Oh, that's classic. Oh, man. Classic. Yeah. That's Phil's joke, by the way. It's not my joke. No, I think well, that was like oh, the Babylon G. No, it was hard. Uh, no, the onion. That was actually the, the onion. onion. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was uh, Trump, Trump claims credit for longest Black History Month in four years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good for him, dude. Leap Day, man. Yeah. My brother was born on Leap Day. We had uh, his birthday. So yeah, how old is my grandfather was actually born on leap day. So he's 36. Yeah, yeah my grandfather like, could only have a birthday once every four years. Yeah, so wait, they, he's 36, which means he's what? Nine. Really nine? Yeah, <laughs> so they funny. jokingly like have a... Uh, like nine candles on his cake? You know, Brent's ninth birthday kind of party, and they always yeah. have like a kid theme. So, like he and his friends. I, I went um, Saturday night. Yeah. it The theme was... Uh, I'm going to butcher the name. It was some Pixar movie with The Rock. Oh, Mo, uh, yes, Moana or whatever. Yeah, that was yeah. the theme. I had never heard of this movie, but um, anyway, never seen it, but I'm, I'm aware yeah. of it. So uh, this this um, this election, I think everybody was really surprised. <laughs> they they, were, they knew Biden was going to win. He was projected to win, but I don't think people were expecting to win by as much as he did. And it really brought him back into the race. You know, he's in solid second place now behind mm -hmm. Bernie. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, including me, were starting to write Biden off. You know, I, I think he looks kind of like the Crypt Keeper. And uh, he's just kind of <laughs> he's just kind of old and decrepit. And he, uh, he uses like really uh, antiquated things like uh, corn corn pop or whatever. And, you know, he just he, he talks like he's really out of touch. He, he talks about, uh, I don't know, what's that record player that he was talking about? Record player? <laughs> I don't know. It's something like that. He was like listening, listening to music on the old. He said something. That record player with the horn. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I thought he was done, and uh, now he comes storming back. 
And I, I think a lot of the, at least the news that I was watching was saying it's a two-person race at this point between him and Bernie. I don't know if that's true. I think, I really think you have to wait until Super Tuesday. I mean, Bloomberg's betting it all on <laughs> Super Tuesday. Maybe, maybe Bloomberg can come back. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, man. So how did Bloomberg fare in the... In the latest, he's not even been in these races. So I don't think even... he, I, I don't think he's on the ballot. Mm. I, I think he was too late to enter, and so. So he, what does he have to do? Just is he? I, I imagine he'll have to be on for Super Tuesday, right? He's betting it all on Super Tuesday, so, so okay. he's spending all this money on um no, on five hundred million on Super ad, Tuesday Jesus. advertisements and stuff like that. I mean, it was Victrola according to uh, Top Fan Dale? What was it? Victrola. I thought that's like the Victoria. Old... <laughs> I was like, what's Dude, Victoria? you need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Go on. Anyway. Onward. I <laughs> lost my train. Oh, I was saying, uh, you know, is it really a two-man race at this point? And I don't know that it is. I mean... You know, the one guy like uh, Jim Ostrowski, who was like a longtime libertarian, um, he thinks that uh, Warren is still in it, you know, and she only has like eight delegates. See, that's weird because she's polling even, I mean, she, uh, she, I mean, she's polling horribly or not polling, but uh, rather her, her results are terrible too. She's not even getting like more than like five or six percent, I think. Yeah. And I see it as she and Bernie have the same base. They both have that like radical progressive base. So if, kind of. if Bernie is, I think a lot of Bernie supporters that, see Warren as kind of a sellout. It's kind of like a milk toast watered down version of Bernie where she's not. Yeah. I mean, she supports certain things that are popular, like the Medicare for all type thing. Although I think she was waffling on that as well. So really? they kind of see her as like, the establishment's sort of um, Bernie doppelganger. <laughs> wow. Warren has become the person now that's being advised by Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. So that is probably not something that you can appreciate if you're a far-left progressive. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I have... Um been hearing about the possibility of a, a you know they're, they're, it's way over the top but saying that the democratic party is going to split up because the progressive wing and the establishment wing there's so much division I, I just don't know i don't know if it's all real or not you know like i felt like with the ron paul campaign that the libertarian wing of the republican party if you will was really outside of the establishment i really felt like you know, we're we're trying to take over here, and these people want nothing to do. They would be fine with any of these other candidates except Ron Paul. Mm -hmm. I really felt like outsiders, and, yeah. and and so like Jack Hunter made a post about he was like, oh, you know, I just want to applaud all the people who voted for Sanders and went against the Democratic establishment, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, is he really? that much of an anti-establishment vote is is that whole i mean i feel like he, first of all he's like half the party at this point or well and i think 40 percent of it i think this comes on the topic too i i think it is because like i think uh the reason like uh butt plug pulled out was like uh to, to kind of like <laughs> you've been saving yeah that, to, to kind of like give his to kind of like throw his votes behind another candidate and give bernie more competition 
Oh, so do you? Yeah, because I mean, he's, well, uh, think about it right now. Think about it right now. Bernie's doing pretty well, but if you get rid of some of these establishment candidates, those establishment votes are going to go to other candidates. Hence, give Bernie more competition. So my guess exactly is exactly what's going on. Yeah. That's so 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 my why. guess is somebody told Bernie or so somebody told Buttplug, like, hey, this is not your time. You're young. Don't yeah. worry. You know, wait, wait, wait he's four years. The ring, and and he's going to be considered a rising star going forward. Yeah. Well, that's the theory behind, or a theory behind, why Warren is still sticking around. Is people think she's trying to, because she does have, she does have, to your point, she does have a little bit of overlap with Bernie supporters. You know, kind of like the not as radical, not as far left Bernie supporters, uh, or you know, socialist uh, sympathizers. I don't know if she um, has as many Bernie supporters after a couple debates ago. No, well, sure, but but does. but I'm just saying she. There are people who, if Warren drops out, might would probably go over to the Bernie ticket. I think there are some. Yeah. There is some overlap in that sense. Yeah, I'll go with that. So there, you know, the theory, you know, who knows if this is true, is that you know she's being pushed to stay into the race to detract from Bernie's campaign, split his votes up. I don't, I don't know if I buy that per se. Yeah. Um, my favorite candidate, Tulsi, is still at zero. So yeah, <laughs> as expected, she's What's up uh, with the Tulsi dog. She's still, she's still running. Uh, she is still running. I, she hasn't suspended her campaign yet, and uh, she's still at zero. I saw the. I was gonna take a picture of the graphic with her face and the big old zero next to it. What's up with it. you backing losers, man? I don't know. I just. Uh, I was about, thinking about it the other day. Failure? Yeah, when he's not back in the blue, he's back in losers. I was just like, <laughs> hey, uh, Kyle, didn't you call Tulsi a pilf? <laughs> I, I don't think I did, thing. no. I thought you said that. Okay, no. What's a pilf? Pussy? Politician? Politician. Oh, politician. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, it's just, oh. I think that the, um, you know, and all libertarians can probably sympathize with this. It's just most of the country does not think the same way that I think, you know? I'm like, I hear all these people talking about raising taxes and uh, increasing government spending, and I'm, I don't want to hear any of it. I'm like... I feel like taxes are way too high as it is. And Bernie's talking about, you know, 50% federal tax rates. And that then you have to remember you have state tax on top of that and sales tax. And then you're up into like, you know, you could have people paying 70, 75% of their income in taxes, which I think is, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, but a, a Democrat could hear that and go, yeah, that's fair, you know. But it's only for the rich people. Like, guys, she's trying. they're trying to explain to you it's not going to affect us only rich people. Well, that's what the they said 1%. about the. That's what they said about the income tax. Millionaires and billionaires. It, it was I mean, first passed when the income tax was first passed. It was only on people that had, were making like a million dollars and up or something, really? which at that time was like no one. You know, so right. it always is the camel's nose under the tent, right? It always starts with oh, it's what? just on the rich, and then it doesn't make nearly enough money. Not a to, camel tell what. The camel's nose under the tent. Oh, if you imagine, camel toe under the tent. If, like, it's a what? saying, Phil. If I've you imagine, if you imagine a circus wow, dude, tent, read a fucking book. Imagine a circus. Sorry, Mises didn't talk about that. <laughs> imagine a circus. I only tent. read Austrian economics. Right, that's still, I mean, lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it starts with the nose. The camel just sticking his nose under there, and eventually the whole damn camel is in the tent, right where he doesn't yeah, belong. Even its toe. Uh, yeah. even, even the, the camel, camel toe. toe. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. All right. It's got a lot of them. I'm very pro camel toe. Anyway, yeah. So, interesting. like Matt said, <laughs> um, butt plug, bootleg is out, and uh, what else happened? St- Steyer is out. Another billionaire. You know, appara- apparently the, the uh, <laughs> out of the election. Apparently the dancing didn't work. No. I don't know. 
But it, that was like the weird thing too, because didn't that video just break like yesterday? Yeah. 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 So that video just broke yesterday. So I mean, uh, before that, honestly, I didn't even know that this guy was in the election. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. It could be. I was. So I've wait, just been high the entire time. Did he just pay but, juvenile a bunch of money? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So so I would I would think like after that, <laughs> you know, this hilarious. is like the this guy's first big. Uh, you know, piece Hurrah. of uh, yeah, exactly. I would think dropping out after that. You know, well, he looks so happy during the dance. You know, it's like it was the most awkward pandering thing. And I was just thinking about kind how racist, almost, how cringeworthy <laughs> it is when people are fake, when they try to be something that they're not. You know, you've got a rapper on stage and you're trying to dance along with the rap song like like you're hip or something. It, it just he looks so out of place and so awkward and like such a poser. I just thought it looked terrible, you know, and, and it just is like, I mean, it's a good lesson to everybody. Just be true to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, just be yourself and don't try to, don't try to fake it and be something that you're not, you know, like inspirational. Yeah. So. A lot of people, a lot of younger people especially do that because they want to fit in. But like even adults, you're trying to be cool and you're trying to show people you're hip. Meanwhile, you're this like hello, 70 year old fellow kids. Yeah. Hello. Exactly. It's like, it's like that meme, you know, yeah. hello, hello fellow kids. Like you're just, you're not fooling anybody, no you know? All right. Anyway, check out that video. But isn't that what all it. politicians kind of do? You know, I don't, they're not necessarily like, you know, going that deep into it where they're like pandering to like, in that way, but they are all all kind of pandering. Yeah, they like are. Yang literally was like, "I'll pay you a thousand dollars a month if well, you're not." If you that's more bribery. <laughs> that was bribery. Pandering yeah. is like you know just pretending that you care about people. They do it I just to some don't, extent. I don't really believe that they care about people at all. Well, <laughs> all right, that's a fair point. But like, <laughs> point. but yeah, I, I get don't. What you're saying it's not to that level of like coming out to like a rap song from 1995. You know. Yeah, this was really an extreme <laughs> example. So, did you see the video? No, I didn't. You, did you got it. You have to check this video out. I want to see it now. Yeah. This is a great song, by the way. So, <laughs> what was the other, uh, the public enemy thing? Yeah, Matt, Matt had the docs on that. Matt, okay, I mean, uh, yeah, so I read a little bit about this. So, apparently, I think it's uh, Chuck D from the old public enemy has endorsed Bernie Sanders. But uh, it's been billed as public enemy endorses Bernie Sanders. And Flava Flav is not having any of that. Because he's, he's come out and with his lawyers and said that he is not endorsing Bernie Sanders. And uh, Chuck D doesn't speak for all the members of public enemy. And uh, apparently there's like some Bernie rally that's scheduled in California where uh, oh, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's billed as Bernie Sanders and public enemy. But it's really just Bernie Sanders and Chuck D. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucked. Apparently, uh, Dave, same thing happened with uh, Dave Mustaine from uh, Megadeth. He uh, apparently somehow, somewhere along the way, someone said that he or the band endorsed Bernie Sanders. And they, everyone was like, what? Like, didn't you play it that like rock against socialism thing like back in the day or against, uh, or against uh, Russia or something like that? And uh, so he went to Twitter and was like, I have never endorsed a socialist, and I'm never. Uh, he's like, and I'm never going to endorse a socialist. Dude, speaking of, um, didn't he endorse Donald Trump though? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Probably. I don't Dude, know. Dude, speaking of mistaken endorsements, did you hear about the Garth Brooks thing? Oh my god, <laughs> that was hilarious! Did you guys hear about this? It's so, so Garth it's a Brooks ball. Yeah, this is uh, a sports ball uh, story, but um, Garth Brooks was playing in what Detroit, right? He was in Detroit. He was in Detroit and like Barry Sanders, I guess, is a big He's Garth a Brooks fan. No, 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 no. 
What? What? You mean Garth Brooks is a bear? Or yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Garth Brooks is a big Barry Sanders fan. So <laughs> Jerry, he came you're out. Confusing everybody, dude. So he came out. Barry Sanders being the running back, uh, you sure. know, legendary running back. Um, Almost everybody who knows Barry Sanders is a big fan. Sure, sure. Um, for the Detroit Lions, um, he was a great player. So he uh, he came out and he had on a Sanders jersey, and Sanders jersey happens to say. Obviously, Sanders on the back, oh. and then Sanders. also B, B Sanders. Sanders, and then also it's the number twenty was his number, which seems like twenty twenty. <laughs> so like all these dumbass boomers oh. who like have wow. never heard Ber- Barry Sanders, I, I guess wow. the boomers thought, got, thought he was endorsing mean, Bernie Sanders. Is it millennials? The boomers would have heard of uh, Barry Sanders. I, mean, I don't know. It, it I was just like, it was a good mix. I thought it, it, it was I, yeah. It was just stupid like Trump supporters that were God, like wow so that were like I, I am no out. longer a Garth Brooks fan because he's you know. <laughs> endorsing a socialist no. yeah that's were, quite a coincidence it's like it's kind of sanders yeah. 20 yeah. like you can't even line it up you line it up just perfectly yeah it's to I mean, seem it's, like you're endorsing bernie right it's weird it's pretty hilarious i and mean I, he, he I probably think, had no idea i think what threw everyone off too it was a their new jersey like the one of the new style with the like modern day um uniform mm. that oh. was made to say so if it was a throwback one that said that i'm sure people would immediately connect to that but since it was a new one i think people just were like wait a minute like yeah. at first glance you know everyone's an idiot and didn't think about the context because it just started it was a picture of him walking to the stage and someone took a picture from behind you know he's, i think he has a cowboy hat on and yeah and he's walking to the stage and it says b sanders 20 and is, like people lit it the fuck up like instagram and twitter <laughs> is Garth is he a democrat i don't think Garth so Bro- i mean i no, think he's probably i mean it's got to be like a death sentence to be. I mean, a, he would a, never a, do that. He would never. He's <laughs> not happened to Dixie. He's got to be okay, a fairly guys. intelligent man to be that. You know, have that much of a, a superstardom going on. Like he can't be a complete idiot and wear like a fucking Bernie for president shirt. Yeah, know? all those people like they try <laughs> but, to remain somewhat neutral in politics because they don't want to alienate any of their audience. Yeah, but also I do think the country. Kyle, audience, what about your boy Kid Rock? Yeah, he's good. What is he? He was he was trying to he was like ma- trying to run for mayor of Detroit, wasn't he? Is he a Trump guy? He yeah, he's a huge, huge Trump guy. Was he running wow. for senator? I think there was talk about it. I don't think he yeah. really did. But yeah. but back to the uh, Garth Brooks thing, real huh. quick. There was a, a similar um, uh, misunderstanding last year with in baseball. There was a, a baseball player on the Angels who died suddenly, unexpected. I don't remember what the cause of death turned out to be, mm. but uh, he was number 45, and so a lot of players around the league that knew him wanted to memorialize him and remember him by uh, you know, sketching a little 45 on their hat or on their shoe or something like that. And there were some people that were upset, not understanding what this 45 yeah, they thought was, it was Yeah, yeah I, remember for that. Trump. I remember that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. That's, that's hilarious, though. That's funny. I know Taylor Swift. I watched the uh, Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. Why? And she was. <laughs> Why would you watch that? <laughs> it was not my choice. Was it a J-O but session? you know, oh, some no. I watched this some things that my girlfriend wants to watch. Yeah, yeah. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. So well, she fell asleep, and uh, I stayed awake and watched the rest of the documentary. But anyway, um, yeah, she uh, she was always told to like muzzle her political views and, and stay neutral. And then uh, turns out she's like a raging Democrat, basically. Now I'm sure, so convenient. You get in the spotlight, and the most hardest stance to ever have to take is, guys, I'm a liberal. Well, yeah, but she's not really, you know, she's not Stunning really a brave. country. She, you know, she started she off kind of in the country thing. She's right? more of a pop person She's now. She's more of just like a pop. Yeah, yeah. It was all about. It was mostly about um, homosexual or gay marriage. 
it's about gay marriage in Tennessee, and there was like a Republican <laughs> congresswoman or whatever that she didn't like, and oh, so dude. she she tweeted out, you know, for it was funny. It's a deep sigh for gay marriage. It, it was no, funny for, no, for her, like you know, she's she has all this anxiety about sending one tweet, right? Because it's going to go out to like hundred million people. You know, and you Same really here on the PRL podcast, like when I sign up, I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. so worried. <laughs> you know? so, but it's weird <laughs> to think about, gone. like, can you imagine having that big of a mouthpiece where it's like, I'm going to say something and take a stand on something mm-hmm. and take a position. And I really need to think about how I phrase it because this shit is going to get shared. And pretty much everything that could go wrong. Yeah. Pretty much the entire world is going to see what I said about this. So anyway. I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, but it's not like she's taking a stance that wasn't very popular. Yeah. You know? What, what would you say to 170 million I mean, if she followers? she came out there and was like, taxation is theft, then I'd be like, all right. right? Yeah. Preach. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to enjoy <laughs> the get like even more. 90 million unfollows. <laughs> people would hate her. And the Fed, maybe? Yeah, and you the know? Fed. Yeah, anything remote. Like, hey, maybe and we should scale back these and the wars. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I forgot out. to put that topic on the board, man. I told Did you, you guys? Put it on there? I missed it. Did you hear about the Afghanistan deal? It. Yes, we did. It's well. Apparently, they've already like reneged on it. Oh, or what? something like that. Well, they've that okay. was the last seven deals they worked out. Well, no. So there was they didn't renege on it, but it was um, oh easy. Shut up. <laughs> so they so they <laughs> they um. There was a, there was a um, there was a part of the deal that was that required the Taliban to release I don't know five thousand prisoners or something like that. Okay, and it was like a precondition. It wasn't. It was like a precondition to actually agreeing to it. So it was like you do this, then we'll then we'll sign this deal. It wasn't like we'll sign the deal and then you do that. Were they five thousand Americans? They can't have been American. I don't know. They weren't Americans. Americans. They're probably yeah. Afghani soldiers that we trained. And, yeah. Okay. Um, maybe some probably journalists. also radicals or CIA. I I didn't know they had five thousand prisoners. And well, about this. it's hard for me to imagine that they could feed and support and just house five thousand men. Maybe it was a thousand. But kind ta- of the Taliban kind of more territory. <laughs> The yeah. point is that they wanted them to release a whole bunch of prisoners that they had. Okay. And so did they do w- but that? Before, no, they're saying they're not going to do that until the deal is signed. Oh, so one side's saying do it, and then we'll sign the deal, and right. the other side's saying we're not going to do it. Until you sign until the deal. Until the signed deal. Yeah, okay. So Weird. At least that's the last thing I read. So The last thing I read was that they agreed, and that uh, we were going to be ending the 18-year war in Afghanistan. So... That yeah, was like earlier months, this afternoon. They said they're gonna have bring all the troops home. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. And there were other contentions in there that were like, um, were conditions that were, um, like, it, you know, if basically they can't even say boo, you know, or the contract is null and void. Like, so if at any time, you know, Pompeo decides, eh, not not quite ready. We need to get some more of them poppy seeds, you know. Right. Um, then. Uh, then they can just say, you know, oh, we found, you know, a military serviceman was shot or something like that. Yeah, and there'll then, be a car bomb. There'll be something. Bomb, or like, an IED goes off yeah, that's right. been there for like fucking 20 years. You know, I, look, I'm, 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 I'm always hopeful. You know, I always want this to have a positive ending, but let's not get our hopes. There'll be no happy ending up. at the end of this massage. My friends. I'm, I'm just surprised <laughs> they're even talking about it as if ending the, the conflict is... 
a, a good goal. You know, I haven't seen, this is the first time time I've ever even seen the administration be like, yeah, we'd like this thing to end. Yeah. We want a deal. We want to get out. We don't want to be there forever. You know, I haven't seen that in 18 years. Right. Quite frankly. So, I it's mean. It's pretty surprising, yeah. It's surprising and good. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Absolutely shocked because I know Trump has lots of neocons in his cabinet and, you know, he hasn't exactly been a, a peace president, so I'm really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Holding my breath, though. Yeah, don't hold your breath. It's <laughs> mm. kind of stinky, so All right. I should hold it. What else we got on here? Fakertarians versus Mises. Phil yeah. doesn't want to talk about this, so I think we should talk about yeah. this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, um, Kyle, why don't you start with what you know? I'll start with what I know. I started, I started, uh, you know, I kind of just, I'm in Facebook and I like, I'm in the Fakertarians group and I follow their page and I'm in the Mises group and I follow uh, their page. And I started seeing this flurry of posts um, from John Hudek, who runs Fakertarians about, um, really, it's kind of been building up over the past couple weeks. There was uh, an attack about some comments that Dave Smith had made when he interviewed Chris Cantwell. Um, a few years ago, right after Charlottesville, where Dave Smith had said something like, you know, he sympathizes with the alt-right, and uh, I forget what else he said. Well, he made a he, joke about <laughs> how trans people are liars. Oh, yeah, he made a joke about how trans people are <laughs> liars. Like, come on. It's... And, uh, yeah, they threw him under the bus for it, and, and um, they, Which I is guess... Like- how is how are they just finding out? How are they just finding this people, podcast? They're just digging now. They're just going. But you, people, I, I just remember. I remember when that came out. It was like huge. It was like you would I think it would have came out then, but I guess I, somebody's somebody's on a uh, they're on a fishing mission. Yeah, they're trying to do something, and they're trying to bring down Dave Smith. And I know a lot of them are very leftist in the Mises Caucus. You yes, think? yes, exactly. And um, John Hudak was also with the Mises Caucus. He was one of the moderators for um the facebook group and he stepped down a few months ago because of just internal problems with what he saw as like alt-right people being ex- allowed in there allegedly and th- i mean there's definitely there's there's people in every group there's people in our group who seem normal and all of a sudden they'll make a post that just kind of outs themselves there's as people like, on this podcast yeah i know I'm looking at yeah them. yeah whoa whoa <laughs> hey well I, i've got uh alt-right and people in my group and uh you know, I would say Matt's one of the people that's really called me out about. He's like, hey, you allow these people to post racist shit and Matt you won't. Him. Matt Bergman, Uh-oh. the guy sitting next to you, man. <laughs> Wait, yeah, he's that's, like. That's he's anti-racist? Bird. Yeah, he's anti- <laughs> anti-racist. And, um, Stunning and brave. <laughs> you know, I, I will uh, delete stuff that I think will jeopardize the group. But if people word their things in a certain way, like that's not obviously the N word or what have you, I let it slide and I let, I let people. Why dude? It's like, it's racism for the purpose of racism. It has nothing to do with libertarianism. And it's like really, um, it kind of alienates anybody who isn't, um, white supremacist. I mean, I don't know if they're alienated. It, it kicks off an argument, right? It kicks off long comment threads and arguments. And so, if somebody says like Jews control the media. This is a positive uh, post for for your group. You think? No, it's not positive. It's uh, <laughs> I I just I I would debate it, right? I would you know I would discuss it. Like it, it really, just seems like you're not even me. recognizing Jared's Jew card right now i rec yeah i recognize that jared's a jew and <laughs> but i would talk i would literally have i would have a literal conversation about jewish ownership in the media and uh, i would jewish be like look like slaves no i'd be like look you know there's uh 
<laughs> ideologies tend to drive what people think and there's lots of people in media who aren't jewish you know what about all those people you know, it's just like uh, you can't ascribe everything so, that happens to the Jews. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know, how many of these journalists are non-Jewish? How many of these owners are non-Jewish? How many of these networks are non-Jewish? You know, yeah. like it's not fair to be like, oh, this is all the Jews. It's just like not based in reality. Right. Now, th- um, they do own a number of networks that are powerful in Hollywood and all that. But it's like, okay. And yeah, you don't agree with them. Well, I don't agree with like most people in, in America. I don't <laughs> agree with how they vote. You know, are Jews voting, you know, Democrat? Like, are they, is, is the entire Democratic base Jewish? No, well, they're not. You know, Kyle, I do respect that you're so about like not censoring people. I do respect that. But at the same time, uh, I get pretty pissed off when you censor my my sexy time memes. Yeah, so I do I do delete Matt's memes because uh, <laughs> I always laugh at him first. It, it's it's his memes. Well, it's kind of weird because you're like racism's okay because we can have a discussion. But what about the discussion about All my right. sexy time the memes? One, the one you posted the other day is like a porn star, right? And she's on her knees and she's holding her butt cheeks open. And he posts like, it's a picture of like, what was it? It was like a cave or something where her butt is supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know what it was. What, what was that wasn't it, wasn't it like? Wasn't it like Alice in Wonderland yeah, going it was down Al- the rabbit hole Alice or something? In Wonder- Alice in Wonderland hole. It, that's what it was. Going down the glory hole. Right. Yeah. It was something like that's that. Wait, hold on. And We're getting a little off track. We're talking no, about this is Alice funnier. in Wonderland <laughs> glory funnier. holes. No, I want to hear. So, okay, what happened to Hudak? Right. Did he did he leave the group yes, or something? He kind of like a an, an I okay. I've had a few interactions with him. I think he's generally a good guy. Now he got on Dave Smith's case um, about some of the things people he's out. He had Nick Fuentes on. A lot of people that are very controversial that any type of person who leans left would be very upset about. So he went on. He so he went on kind of a little mini crusade. Him and Fakertarians against Dave Smith. And then he actually invited Dave Smith on at kind of like, he kind of got, I don't know how I should say this, but he kind of, let's just say the Mises Caucus people said, yeah, you should have uh, John on. He's a good person. You should have him on. And Dave was like, okay, I'll have him on. It it was kind of like a one-sided podcast. I don't know if any of you guys heard it or not. Yeah, I heard it. So, and John really didn't do a good job defending himself. And I feel like Dave kind of didn't really do a good job like, giving him room to talk either so it's it's one of the things i was just like uh, like you know i i kind of like both people here and it's kind of just like an odd thing to be going against well finally he kind of left the mises caucus group and said i'm leaving i'm giving up my you know i'm still friends with with uh joshua smith and um with michael heist but i'm just stepping away from my roles as that you know with the mises caucus but i still like am kind of going to be involved so well then this thing came to head where one of these guys in the Mises Caucus group, who I've never heard of, I was never friends with this guy, but he said, someone got on this whole, it's just like one of those things, like a random comment they got on this talk about like, like immigration and some, and so his response was Europeans, or Europe is for Europeans. And that triggered everyone in the Fakertarians group and it got him really like, and so apparently there was also at the same time this was going on, there was backdoor discussions because everything with the Mises caucus is they they handle their stuff they police their own and you, you have a you have to have a certain decorum Wait, so saying Europe, Europe Europe is for Europeans is somehow 
racist? Well, or? they're saying so. Mike, I mean, was, isn't that isn't that just a truism? I mean, America's for Americans, right? I mean, in a sense, uh, but in the context, you're, you're, you are in trouble, buddy. What's that? <laughs> you're in trouble why, now. Why? Yeah, but anybody. Yeah. I think everybody should be able to become an American. I mean, I don't think there should be borders or countries, whatever, blah blah blah. But like in the current state of things, I don't. Is it controversial to say America's for people that want to be American? Oh yeah. Or yeah, for it's America, it's not for wannabe. It's America is for Americans. You will get lambasted for that. Lambasted or lambasted? <laughs> what is it? Lambasted. Lambasted. Okay. Lambasted. All right. And uh, yeah, you can't say that. It's got blasted. I mean, you, you, you technically can say it, but <laughs> well, like, it, somebody so, will be very upset, you know, so, because it implies that you're anti-immigrant. I mean, it's one thing if you say like and, America is for white people or yeah you know europe is for white people no, that's no but wrong, you're being but. anti-immigrant right so you you're anti-mexican immigrant and you know all the south american countries and that's basically it mm. so john got into an argument with michael heist because john wanted this guy i guess gone from the group and michael's like look we you know this isn't enough you know to pr- whatever whatever you're trying to say about him i i've seen different i don't know who i don't know exactly because i was Trying to stay out of it. Um, what is that? We lost. What is that? We, we lost. lost Phil. I don't know what is he trying to say. I don't know. What are you trying to say, Stefan? Is his microphone working? I don't know. Might be yeah. Sick. Did you lose my mic or or just or what? No, no, no. I think he's talking. There's like a we lost there. the battle against leftism or leftism. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, like that. so so they got into a fight with Michael Heiss, and but there was already background discussions about some questions brought up about this guy Jesse Miller. And people were already suspected. And I had seen some things from him and, to be honest, certain other people in the group that made me feel uncomfortable because of the stuff they were saying. And there was a guy that we had in our own group named Brian. You guys remember him? He had the... Um, he, you banned him, I think. Uh, Brian Hostetter? Yes. Yeah, he started posting some like anti-Semitic shit. Right, and he was on point and agreed, I think, with everything else he'd said. And then all of a sudden, boom, with the anti-Semitic shit. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, really? And I guess he got too comfortable and thought he could just go around saying that shit. And well, see, in Kyle's group, th- that shit would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you really <laughs> triggered me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, and, and and my group is always a tenuous because I have these far left guys in there too, and that that stuff doesn't fly. And they they report those guys, and both of them report each other. You know, they 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 <laughs> yeah, all and, ha- and, they all hate each other. You only delete my memes of sexual liberation. <laughs> not only I delete other stuff too, but I mean you know not much. Like I just really just let the I just let the shit show happen. You know, I mean part Are you of the whole about all the reporting like causing the group to get shut down. Um, a little bit. I, I, the group is in jeopardy because, uh, we had like what group another mod <laughs> AVM, um, another moderator approved a post that went against um, me. Facebook's community standards. And I have also approved another post that, that went book. against Facebook's community standards. So it says like, Kyle, there's a Kyle, when am on, I going to be a mod, dude? There's a flag on the Kyle. group. <laughs> Wait, Kyle, Only, you're, I'm the mod. I'm a mod. You're avoiding the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, when am I going to be a mod? Dude. When are you going to crown me mod, dude? Any day now. Any day. No, there's a, there is a warning that says like your group is in jeopardy because moderators have approved posts that went against Facebook's community standards. So, it's like, and the one, the one that I approved, I mean, it was, 
uh the one girl marissa made a post that like the <laughs> there was like men suck or something like that and that's what it that's was really and I, yeah, it was and something weak it was really weak yeah i mean she was just making like a you know a bait post or whatever it wasn't even that bad and uh facebook's got they're just very strict you guys know you know, yeah, Phil yeah. knows. R.I.P. Oh, I know. Okay, Otto so, knows so Kyle, you're saying Phil. Kyle, you'll, you're R. saying R. that Phil. Kyle, you're saying that you allow brave attacks on the patriarchy. I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> attacks on the patriarchy, attacks yeah. on the matriarchy, everything, man. So, so John, uh, so back to this story, John then had this rage quit thing where he said, I'm officially cutting all my ties with the Mises caucus that Michael Heiss is allowing white nationalists in his group and just bullshit. And like, and at that, okay, it's fine. You can have that opinion. I, I know, I, I know very little John, but I've had good interactions with him. I know he's coming from a good place. I just didn't agree with the way he did. And then he did something very underhanded and, and cheap as well Is he went to a delegate, facebook group for the libertarian party and posted the same thing of saying why he's leaving the mises caucus yeah saying and i thought it was really it was really fucked up to say because there was already discussions about this guy jesse miller because he had said some other questionable stuff and they, so he has a history he has a little history but it wasn't enough until finally all the stuff came to light i have screenshots of he made like just all these like we start we need to start questioning about the jews the jews are in control about of the media and why is no one talk about them and uh, how hmm. they see everything's victims and they're actually the oppressors and just random shit so like it turns that. out who that yeah. was right yes but he wasn't right because that stuff was already coming to surf like that was already being discussed like before those were found and i think he went i guess he pulled the trigger too fast to start well, condemning Michael Heiss when this is already something that was being discussed from what I was told and from my very little inside knowledge on the situation well, and I felt like I understand where, where Hudak was coming from and I definitely understand where Michael Heiss is coming from we just don't want to start saying oh you're a member of our group and we've had great interactions with you no but someone said you're racist so we're booting you you know what I mean like so but they did they actually they digitally removed him threw him from the internet helicopter so well, and they, they it's attributing uh one person's words to the entire group it's like right. oh there's this guy in the group that they've allowed to stay in the group that's a white nationalist so therefore i have to disassociate with the entire group you know and he's attributing that person's views to the entire group and that's not yeah. right you know yeah. so and and fakertarians i mean i think is uh does some good as far as calling out um, fake libertarians. I mean, they were all over like Augustus Invictus and Chris Cantwell and some of these other people. Yeah. But it, it's well, also... And Joshua Smith started that with yeah. Budak and um, a, f- a few other people. It's so, al- also a little bit of a witch hunt, right? Because if you're yeah, if oh, you're really is. trying to is. police something, uh, it's a slippery slope to turning into somebody that's just always looking out for signs and red flags. It's like a Southern Poverty Law Center where you just like eventually, uh, you know, you Tarrant isn't profiting off of that, like uh, right. Southern but Poverty it, Law Center. You know, Center. if you're constantly on on the hunt, eventually you find what you're looking for. You know, or if it's not there, you you um, <clears throat> you assume it's there. You know what I mean? You jump to conclusions, and you just you're just constantly on the hunt. And I, I don't agree with that mentality. And uh, also, you know, from my perspective, uh, there's disagreement about what libertarian means. You know, a lot of libertarians have different views on uh, various topics like abortion and immigration. Not a whole lot on foreign policy, maybe a, a little tiny bit, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so some of this stuff is just political disagreement. 
Um, we tend to, I think, I think all libertarians are pro pot for the most part, you know, pro legalization. I don't know, dude. If you like liberty hangout, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say like all libertarians are pro pot. I mean, they're pro legalization, but not necessarily pro. Right. Like, or you know, I know some, some libertarians who think like pot is really stupid. They just don't think it should be illegal, you know. All right, all right, I don't know if we're right. calling liberty hangout libertarians. They they they're would, not. They're not. They they're not libertarians anymore. Right? <laughs> well, that's where you, they're not. You get all. into this sort of thing where it's like, well, who is and who isn't in the club? And um, there's, in my experience, um, there's actually no one in the club really. A lot of variation. You know, there's a famous meme fake. of uh, all fake libertarians. They, they don't let your people in that. Club. There's <laughs> a famous meme of a uh, Simpsons <laughs> Willie being like, you know. Um, you're not right. you're ruining libertarianism or yeah. whatever it is um, it's just we, there's scene. famously a ton of infighting in this movement so when there's so much disagreement over what libertarian means and what the position should be it's it becomes very hard to define and then police and call out the fakers yeah so. and it's it got it got really heated it didn't need to get that to go that far and I think in a lot, and it was good. I thought it was awesome because a lot of people, when they found out that they that the Mises Caucus removed this guy Jesse Miller from the group, that they were like, "Oh, I can't believe you do that," and you know, and this you know, free speech, free like, no, it, this is a political caucus. You know, this isn't this isn't like an online free speech zone. Like punk rock libertarians is separate from the Mises Caucus thing, and we have like certain rules of decorum that you have to have to meet with the standards of the caucus and yeah. i think yeah those people are just idiots the people that yell about free speech first of all yeah I there's know, no free I speech on facebook sorry there's no f- such thing as free speech on facebook <laughs> really not yeah um you know you can kick somebody out of your group for whatever reasons you want and people rage quit they were like oh good i'm like well you know what if you're gonna take the side of this guy who's clearly a, like a white nationalist and we're all trying but these to- aren't even people that are probably active at all they probably well, just probably joined not, the group yeah. because like oh it's cool yeah but not, they're like how many of people are actually active and are actually going to like try to be delegates or not do- like or even donate money? <laughs> right. Well, I've know? always thought it was a problem with the Libertarian Party in general and the philosophy itself. It's like, yep. you know, you can only be so tolerant before you get people talking about, you know, they, there should be no age of consent and they want to sleep with children and all this shit. And it's like, you know, you get to a point where it's just like, this is detrimental to our political movement because we're so tolerant. We allow every crazy behavior and every crazy person to just have the megaphone. Like every person like you, Kyle, we let in and it's, it's yeah. crazy. Like we just yeah. let you guys come in with your helmets and yeah, I mean, <laughs> every, every status of his brother, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just kind of think like it, it's a uh, self-defeating the, the, I want that balance. Like I want people to feel like they're free to speak their minds, but you know, some of this stuff like really reflects poorly on the party and really reflects poorly on us. Well, and the, and the Mises caucus did right by, I mean, and they had intentions of doing it before, even before it bless you, even Thanks. before Hudak said anything, they, they were already looking into this and finally they got the proof that was needed. And yeah. they're like, yeah, you're gone. Like we don't, well, like, we, there, it's interesting. There's no tolerance for white nationalism, I think, in in general. But uh, there is tolerance for communists, for sure. I mean, you know, you have the well, audacious a, caucus yeah. is mostly anti-capitalist, mostly communist identifying. Well, that's why Mike Schiff and, is not uh, welcome in the Mises caucus. <laughs> yeah, he's not welcome in the, co- in the caucus, but he's in the party and he's welcome in the party. And a lot of those guys are very far left, far left anarchists or far left uh, communists. And fair enough. I'll say Faker Terrence has done a good job of calling out... Uh, uh, the guys like Kunal and who are tankies who are say that they're like 
left libertarian or you well, know what's Hudak's relationship with Shipley does not, he, I, I mean does he support Shipley does he call no. Shipley out um not really as much as he would say call out other like actual tankies like mm. communists you know like Stalinists and shit and Maoists right so, which and they did they had they have gone through in the, as a group and you know called out those people and got their screenshots of them saying some really awful things and saying like the hollow no, I mean, never happened <laughs> they i mean i've generally liked liked the work that they've done i'm still um, in the group there's, but but there's a lot a lot of the leftists though are really taking victory over this and they've come out in full force yeah and it's just like every post is just like making fun of i mean tom just it's, i don't think it's and, fair yeah i mean it's it's just not fair to like know. attack tom woods and dave smith as fake libertarians i mean look you can call them out for things that they've done i don't see a problem with calling people out you know i'm sure i've said stuff that people could call me out on you know but to call me a fake libertarian because i might have said one or two things that you don't agree with right you know or yeah. that you see I, that you think know. run contrary to whatever if you're you got caught in like a private chat saying you know what i really hate black people and black people are inferior to white people and i feel like they should be subjugated and they shouldn't be allowed to do certain things that other people like that's good. There's something there. You're not joking. Okay. Like there's some yeah. deep seated stuff that you're you're trying to hide. Yeah, from and that's and, when you have like a Cantwell yeah. or a uh, what's his name, the fucking unsuck a dick dude. The, no, the pagan dude. Oh, Ev- Evictus. Yeah. yeah, Augustus. Yeah, I mean that's when you Chase have Rachel people like that. Rachel, but if you're yes, talking about you. Dave Smith, who like 99 percent of the work that he's done is just straight up just like liberty, right? You know, and then you have one percent where he's talking to some unsavory characters. That you know you can be you can question and say like eh, is that a good idea man like even having but Cantwell, I don't know if that yeah that? even having Cantwell on that show was very controversial sure I it's remember like what you're happened. giving a platform right. to I mean I, I thought it was a bad idea at the time but I wasn't gonna like stop listening to him after yeah. that you know well they'll, they'll condemn you for that right now you're supporting a guy who supports <laughs> them and now you deserve to be legit you would be throw, I mean, and this, thrown in under the, group, the bus as well if they paid right? attention to what we said which maybe in a few months they'll dig up yeah, his audio <laughs> it's against guilt we'll by like, association we'll find Matt making juice or, or you just didn't go a fucking soundboard of it I got my card son it's like fill you, rate you, couches they, <laughs> that's, they do work that way you know I mean it's not just that you uh you're you're not well, that, that guy, but picture, if you if, if you didn't letters. join in and throwing rocks at that guy, then you're just as guilty as that guy, right? I mean that's how they that's how they think that's how they work. So. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to um, this episode of Rogan, and uh, this woman was on. Her name's uh, Melissa Chen or something, and she's she's some kind of like, I guess she's conservative. Um, actually, I don't know. I, I think she's sort of like classic classical liberal or whatever. Nice. Um, <laughs> so am I. But she I runs some <laughs> organization that helps to like distribute like um, uh, like to distribute um, books and stuff to like um, places like Saudi Arabia and things like that to Fucking sort of nerd. to sort of like um, spawn a, like an enlightenment kind of thing. Like they're trying to spread ideas yeah. and get them out of the grips of like totalitarian religious regimes. It's theocracy. Yeah. So, anyways, but she was talking. You know, they always you know Joe Rogan. A lot of his podcasts tend to go towards like free speech and like DMT platforming and DMT. <laughs> um, and so anyway, she, she, w- she brought up this sort of um, concept where, and I think this was a concept that was used to identify like Jews during the Holocaust. But like, basically it was like, if there's one drop of blood in your system, that's Jewish. Like if any portion of your genetics is Jewish, like you're, you're Jewish. Right. And so you're taken to the death camp. And so th- 
these like leftists or even people on the right even um, are using this sort of principle to say like, okay, it doesn't matter what you've done, but as soon as you associate, you know, as soon as Joe Rogan has like Ben Shapiro on his podcast, yeah, suddenly he is a a right winger. You know, that sounds so, like anti-Semitic that they would even do that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Um, you know, so it's like just by virtue of having somebody on a show. And you know, it'd be one thing if all Joe Rogan had was like nothing but right wing people. You know, if it was just yeah. all Ben Shapiro, uh, Nick Nick Fuentes, or yeah. whatever. Kyle Wagner. But but it, you know, he had Bernie <laughs> Sanders for God's sakes. He had right. Tulsi Gabbard. He had um, all sorts of people on the left. You know. Yeah. I, I, I think like I I mistakenly thought Joe Rogan was more libertarian. Yeah. And I didn't he like endorse Bernie yeah, or something. He, like, he didn't. I would, I'm just or say something positive said, about Bernie. And I was just like, hey, maybe I I assumed that he was something that he's not just because he had Ron Paul on or something like that. Like, I really thought... Or did he, he have was, Ron Paul on? I don't know if he did. He had but, Gary Johnson on. Okay, he had Gary on, and he's pro-marijuana um, well, pro legalization. Kind of, so know, I was he, like, this guy's one of us, right? He's not... I mean, but he's not ideological, though. I mean, he's just, like, open-minded. I don't think he digs into these... He doesn't spend a lot of time on, on the stuff that we spend time on, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, his interests are pretty varied. He's running a podcast. He has all sorts of different people on, you know, I can't blame the guy for not being like an ideological, pure, ideologically pure libertarian. Yeah. But I think generally, you know, he favors, you know, drug legalization. He favors ending wars. He favors a lot of stuff that we favor. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's on our, t- you know, I don't think he's like on our team, you know, well, I was, but I don't think he's against it us. It was really fucking cool. I don't know. Uh, kind of a little bit off topic but he had uh ray capo on last week did you hear that episode no oh man it was really good um ray capo of the band youth of today and shelter it was he's uh like um uh a krishna monk for a while and uh yeah he's like now like this this legendary yoga instructor and he's like oh man it was a really good episode i listened i'm like it was like three hours just like powerful deep like like question life questioning you know moments i'm like god damn like this is awesome like i was i'll have to check that it's one out. probably because i don't listen to rogan so this is i only listen to like whenever there's like an interesting person that comes on there like once in a while and so once i of course the youth today was like one of my favorite bands as a kid and i was like oh my god i have to check this out and it was really fucking cool and i recommend anyone listen to that but uh nice. yeah so i i just i never pegged joe rogan as a libertarian just kind of like guy who's just willing to talk to anybody i think he actually had adam Copeland i think that's accurate yeah. That's how I'd, What's you know, that? I. What's that? I I listen to him quite a bit. Uh, not every time. Yeah. You know, th- some of those episodes are three, four, five hours long. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I see him as kind of a, kind of a social liberal. That's that's pretty fair, but also pretty open minded, and and will talk to almost anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if, you know, if it came down to it, he could be convinced of, you know libertarianism perhaps i thought uh adam carolla and dr drew who i listened to were um they're tending toward libertarianism but like and and to some extent now adam's on this whole stop and frisk thing yeah he's like all in favor of stop and he's in favor of stop and frisk and he's like uh i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. pro-war to a large extent he's like these people are crazy we need to you know keep them down he's like these are religious zealots and uh, we need to occupy these countries and make sure that well, they're kept where, in like, check. This is where being too pragmatic and too common sense can be your enemy. Yeah. When you think like, oh yeah, it's common sense. Like, these are religious extremists. We should kill them. And, yeah. And it doesn't work like that. Like, there there are 
complexities. There are, um, you know, all sorts of different consequences, unseen consequences that happen. Well, it's just the revenge and, principle, right? It's like, hey, you killed somebody's kid, so now they're going to want to get you back. Sure. Right? Yeah. That's a That should be a Blow very back. simple concept for everyone to understand, and he should understand it. He, I mean, he Because should, he's a yeah. smart guy. But, you know, he's he, if you want to talk about building regulations and building codes in California, you know, you will think he's a libertarian because yeah. he's like, this shit is absolutely ridiculous. Right. <laughs> you know, he was like, we, we installed all these light switches in the warehouse at 40 four inches and the inspector came in and said they had to be lowered two inches because for handicap regulations they're supposed to be 40 42 is the maximum not 44 hmm. so we had to rip out all these light switches and lower them two inches so that people in wheelchairs could reach them but he's like i know they could reach a 44 inch light switch and the ones that were already in there that were code they just matched the ones that were already installed hmm. so you know they shouldn't have to redo the entire thing anyway right. yeah yeah he's really good on that kind of sure stuff. yeah no, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff he does sound good on, but yeah, he's not on, he's not a libertarian, you know, he's, no, he's not. I wouldn't say so, and neither is neither is Doctor Drew, but um, I, I am really interested in their their thoughts and in the the homeless crisis in yeah. Uh, California. Yeah, I mean, I love I don't, that topic. You know, I, I I listen to people that aren't libertarians. You know, it's not yeah. like yeah, you, I'd have here. pretty be pretty bored if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have to do. The other day, I took a huge like I took a break from it. Um, I just, I couldn't, I just, I don't know, I wasn't in the mood, I was just, I, I guess it was after the whole fakeitarians thing blew out, I was just like, god damn, I'm just, I'm I knew so that was gonna bug you, stuff. I knew that was gonna bug you, and, and another thing about that drama, I think about too, is I'm like, so here we have the Mises Caucus, which is a caucus of the LP, so it's like, and the LP itself is like, barely relevant in political, in the political mm-hmm. world, Right, the world is watching the Democratic primary right now. Exactly. But here we have within this almost irrelevant party, uh, you know, this tiny caucus, mm-hmm. and we have all this drama and infighting, and it's like, guys, like we're so insignificant, but like we have all this infighting. But there, there's comes a time when there's like a wave of people that just come against you. It's almost like, where are you coming? Like, like really? Like you're gonna come on us? And it just shows that there's a level of success that the Mises Caucus is reaching, where it's starting to threaten even. The, a party as minute and irrelevant as the Libertarian Party, like it, it's weird. It's just weird to see that that dichotomy like unfold. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. there's something to it. It's just like hmm, it makes you question it. Like first the LP, then the world. You think maybe yeah, or, or you know, or are you fighting Taking over? over bitch. <laughs> are you fighting over who gets to? Um, you know, basically, I'm trying to think of something example of something that's not super important. You know, the king of the king of uh, Greenland or something like you know what I mean like are you fighting over to be king the of king, king of how, an inconsequential how country how dare you talk about <laughs> king glucommon like that alright <laughs> king who I don't know I just made that up glucommon <laughs> yeah, glucommon I wish I could think of a better analogy that was right? a terrible analogy I know I'm just the king like, of Greenland that's the podcast title <laughs> the king of Greenland like, no I like butt plug out like is it is it is it a stepping stone to bigger greater things or is this really fighting like, what does it really matter? The, the, I just to, want to the control the LP to represent my values, and <laughs> the, and the, and the Mises Caucus is that. Well, well, I just so want them to represent libertarian values, right? Yeah. Which is my value. Which are your values. <laughs> I mean, everybody does. Everybody wants the LP to represent them and their views, but it, at the end of the day, it's still. I just want to conquer. I just want to like smear feces over all your values. But it's, <laughs> but it's not. You know, look, there are things that I'm going to disagree with. You know, even Phil on, but 
What? There are there what? <laughs> there are basic values that I think are like not Dude. shouldn't be that controversial. Yeah. Like you should be able to say like, you know, um like what was the thing that they were like refusing to like put on the um in their in their uh platform or whatever? There was like a huge debate last year about it. Um well sex we had work. the sex work was yeah, a that huge was last thing. Convention. Right, okay. Sex like, work was controversial. Abortion has been oh, very, that's always, well, that's always. very that's controversial. Be, that, that, see, that's one where I'm like, look, it doesn't actually have to reflect my yeah, value. Like, I, I understand but, it. But if it's something like just the non-aggression principle, just basic common shit like that, and if that's in dispute, which it seems to be, that that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if the nap is in dispute, it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, you know, bye yeah. We got time for another uh, topic. Still a little coronavirus. I don't know, man. I think I think we're gonna take it on oh, over to after oh, hours, okay. dude. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to uh, follow the rest of this, um, hit us up at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians. Contribute a minimum of one dollar per month, or it, do the ten dollar one like Tyler just did. Tyler's my boy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hell yeah. If you want, if you want to contribute more, that's man. like fucking awesome. But you can contribute as minimum as a dollar per month, and you yeah. help keep the lights on down here. And uh, yeah, I mean, and you'll gain access to our After Hours program. Uh, the other thing, we have uh, t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. And I think Jared had something to say. Yeah, so um, check out libertypodcastranker.com. Uh, um it's a little hub that uh, I set up for all the different Liberty podcasts. We've got like 105 different podcasts on there right now. Uh, so you can log on there, check them out, and then vote for your favorites. So, you know, vote for us. Also, along those lines, you can help support us without any money by uh, going onto iTunes and giving us a, a nice, yes. a sweet review. Yeah, really any place that does uh, yeah. podcast reviews. Yeah, any, like your podcast app, you know, Google. I think maybe you can leave reviews on Google Podcasts, iTunes, subscribe yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, like you subscribe. Because like, uh, oh, yeah, you YouTube. Tre- we're on tremendously YouTube. help us with these things. Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Kyle's on Grinder. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, dude, check out the Insta- Instagram. Phil I- is killing it over at the Gram. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm destroying. I'm like <laughs> oh slaying God. all sorts of pussy over on the Instagram. <laughs> wow. Wait, you're slaying pussy on Instagram? <laughs> really? I, I, I somehow doubt that. <laughs> but dude, Instagram's lit. Twitter, everything, and the Discord. I can't oh, forget yeah. the Discord. Yeah, we have a Discord server now. If you know what that is, Join get it. on it. Um, it's like a live chat, right? I'll have to post a link in the uh, show notes. Do it. Post a link. You need to make more show notes. Wow, dude. How dare you? <laughs> just put them in a, yeah. Just copy and call paste up, from a standard thing. That's right. All right. That's it. That's it for me. All right. Well, until next time, live free or die. State is a good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. So do the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in that point in a fine land You stop what the truth, then bring them home I believe the jokes will do the best for you And I believe that we have the power Have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave 
principle, the violence of the state becomes absolutely.